0: Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Michael Brett, who is someone who I consider one of the best employed estate agents in the UK. Um, Michael, thank you for joining me today. I'd like to ask you your story of being an estate agent uh, so the people watching can learn from you. Is that OK? Of course, that's fine. Thanks for having me, Chris. No where is Michael. Right, Michael. Um, when did you first become an estate agent?
1: I first became an estate agent, more by chance. Okay, when was, was that? What year was this? 2016, I believe it was. 2016. How old were you at this point? I must have been just turning 18. Just or, turning? Just, or, yeah, 18 I think, yeah.
0: Okay, so you've been to sixth form college or?
1: I was actually at college doing performing arts at the time.
0: Okay, so you're an actor, are you? Well, I
1: guess you could say that. <laughs>
0: okay then. Is that because you weren't good at English and maths and everything else?
1: No it was more a case of I wasn't sure which direction I wanted to take life and that was something I enjoyed and I was good at so it sort of made sense until What so you did like an MVQ in in performing arts that sort of thing? Yeah performing arts, acting, dancing, singing you know
0: Not that I'm particularly
1: good at it but it's under the course
0: Okay so what so you did you finish that in the
1: late spring of 2016 then? Um, Well to be honest as I was sort of we had to do a work experience, and because I wasn't overly, you know, keen on going into performing as a career, I ended up doing a week of work experience at Mackay Property, and. Um, what month was this in sixteen? This this was probably very early, you know, maybe Jan, maybe uh, maybe maybe January February, I'd say. Okay,
0: so you went on a work experience to an estate agent. Mm. What made you choose an estate agent? Or was it kind of, oh, I need to do something, so I'll just. I like houses I'll go there.
1: I don't know I think it was more um, I think my life had sort of been pointing in that way by chance. I had done, I'd done a week of work experience assigned by the school um, before college which was at a letting agency and they offered me an apprenticeship there and then the work experience that I'd done during college my mum actually set up because she knew Adam and um, he was friends of the family so I had no no intentions whatsoever and uh, done it and just just really enjoyed it.
0: What did you like about be in that week what did you like about working in a letting and estate agents you know young lad 18 years old
1: um i guess it was just the the diversity of it in the sense of there's so many different avenues to it um, you know in terms of the basics but also you know the marketing side of it that's something that i stepped into very early i want to know about the first week what did you love about the first
0: week you know you were a virgin estate agent a letting agent what did you love about that first week forget we can do all the the fluff later on yeah
1: okay um I don't know I think that that first week it was just a case of I'm the sort of person that loves doing a job to the best I can and I guess you could say a bit of a people pleaser uh, initially certainly my earlier years so having a job where I could do that and make a difference to people and do a job, you know, the best way. I, I like that from the offset. Offset.
0: Okay, so you did a week. You obviously went back to
1: college. Did, did Adam offer you uh, anything at that time? Yeah, Adam, um, I think at the time, he, he told me a story that there was another chap working there who approached Adam and said, you know, he, he should hire me. And I, I think uh, a- Adam mentioned that that chap handed in his notice. So Adam o- offered me um, a Saturday job, which very quickly turned into any days I was free, you know, in the week which very quickly turned into more days working than I was, I was at college and uh, sort of you know, excelled from there. Okay,
0: so when did you go? I mean, you'd have done your exams in
1: you know, April, May time of
0: 2016.
1: When did you go full-time? To be honest, it was, it was sort of a case of... Um, you I did finish your exam, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I know. I got, I got some of the exams back, but it was, it was more a case of my tutor saw where it was going and that was clearly something I was very passionate with and, and I was doing well in. Um, so and she, I, she knew that I didn't really have any, uh, you know, intentions of, of going, going down on, the acting to route to be a, an, a thespian on the stage. Yeah. So, so I think she she sort of saw that there was an avenue that was really opening up for me, and and it just sort of the opportunity you know went to go full time, and, and I've, I just sort of jumped at it to be honest. Yeah.
0: Lovely. So, so um, this, uh, walking the the stage wasn't for you. Uh, you you became what junior egg.
1: Yeah. Well, to be honest, my first sort of role. I didn't, um, I didn't actually drive for the first couple of years of working, um, which I guess in this industry, when you're starting out is, is quite unheard of, because most of the time people get thrown out doing viewings and you know, taking, taking away sort of the donkey work. But then the first couple of years, not not driving, not being out of the office, were I guess really important to my growth. Um, it just meant that I could spend a lot of time in the office understanding the processes, listening to other people's conversations, how they dealt with clients.
0: And did you really
1: think at that
0: point, remember we're talking 2016, mm. you were 18 years old? Yeah. Did you really think at that time, and again, I want you to remember at that time, yeah. did you really think this is a career for me? I or, just, were you, or
1: were you just an 18 year old, just, just getting your beer money and... I was living very much in, in the moment in the sense of, uh, you know, in the same way I went and done acting because I, I didn't know where I wanted life to go, I just done what I enjoyed. And, and when I was working there, Adam is is a very sort of passionate, bubbly person, and we you know we got on from from the offset, and it was a case of I enjoyed what I was doing, so that's all I was thinking about. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about where it would take me, you know, any money that would be involved in the future. It was just I enjoyed it, and uh, and we very like you know, very from the offset had that vision of where what we enjoyed doing, where we wanted to take it, and who's we? Me and Adam, yeah. Okay, obviously the director of, of the company, and we sort of had that vision early on, and um, actually went on the video courses with yourself sort of around the same time I was starting out. And yeah, we just took it down that route very early on with the sort of video marketing and the social media marketing and that was an avenue we really enjoyed and you know it was doing really well. Okay, so
0: 2016 moved into 2017. Mm-hmm. Um are you still enjoying the job?
1: Yeah, still enjoying the job. At the time I had I had a lot of um aspirations of, you know, I knew I wanted to do some travelling, I wanted to live and explore, and I knew that this was a career job. So I, I had a lot of um turmoil at the time of i knew i really enjoyed the job but i also had that in the back of mind before starting in the work i always had plans of going you know traveling and such so yeah for a long time i had that that i battled that decision but still really enjoy the job okay so what did that what did that battle look like are you just wondering
0: that bloody hell i'm going to be stuck in this little Hertfordshire town for the rest of my life going around people's houses which don't get me wrong is great job but yeah you did you want did you want did you want to experience life and do the grand tour, as they say, or, you know, yeah. go backpacking with alpacas in,
1: in <laughs> Peru and things like Make that. Make the memories, yeah. I, I come from a family of of very sort of free-spirited, you know, like individuals. Okay. My siblings went travelling, even my mum at 50 sort of took six months off to go travel in India, and so that's the family I've always been around and I always had the plans to do that. And it, it wasn't as much being stuck doing that job. It was just that I knew from a young age I, I already had quite an important role at the company, and... I had that uh, responsibility that I, as much as I wanted to travel, I didn't want to leave the company because I felt like there wouldn't be anyone that could do the job as, as good uh, as I was doing it.
0: Are you a bit of a perfectionist?
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Do you think that could, that's detrimental to you? I think it's got its pro- pros and cons. Okay. Because you know the pros being, I've always had the, the, the attitude of, if I know how to do a job perfectly, why would I do anything else? In, okay, a, and but then don't you beat
0: me. yourself up when you don't be perfect? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but why beat yourself up when when surely if everyone else is doing it at eighty percent and you beat yourself up because you get at ninety
1: nine? I don't know. I guess I mean even um, to this day, that's something that I I have a lot of battle with because as much as you know, you can look at stats of how well you're doing and and you know positives. I'm always thinking, oh, I could have done that better, or I could have done this better, and always. You know, it's very, it's very easy to beat myself up because I hold myself to them okay. and aspirations. Okay, but
0: surely, instead of beating yourself up for hit, not missing, the hitting 99% and beating yourself up because of the one, why don't you praise yourself by saying, well, you know, instead of aiming for excellence, which means, you know, everyone else is at 80, I'm at 99. Yeah, we need to do a bit better at 1%, but don't beat yourself up. Yeah, Because that's... if you're not careful, it'll screw <laughs> your life up.
1: It's, it's definitely like, you know, something that I focus a lot on and I really um, focus a lot on my gratitude you know, when I'm obviously go through different stages of your routines, but when I'm in my good routines, I start the morning with that gratitude, focusing on all the things I've done well and doing well, where I'm going. But it's easy to lose sight of that in the busyness of, of life. Did you, let's come back to this traveling bug, did you
0: lance up boil? Did you go anywhere?
1: I didn't really, no. no uh,
0: Do you think it's still there?
1: I guess my, um, uh I always had them aspirations and then my life sort of my life sort of took a turn when me and my best friend, you know, best friend since we were 12, we'd always sort of liked each other, but went down different routes and, and, um, and we eventually got together as, you know, in a relationship and, and from there, our aspirations just sort of, sort of changed. And, you know, we've, we've got a little one on the way, you know, June next month. So yeah, I mean, we're at that point where it's not, it's not as, I think the traveling was more a case of, I just wanted to get away and do something different. Whereas now, I'm with someone that I feel like I could be happy anywhere so it's
0: okay well we'll come on and talking about the fact that you are going to become a father for the first time and you got together with your best friend so it sounds like a classic love story <laughs> let's, let's let's bring it back 2018 2019 um still enjoying the job I yeah. mean because if you don't mind me saying I did notice that if you don't mind me saying you were parting hard at that time weren't you
1: yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, you know, as, as much as any t- teenager goes through stuff, I was dealing with my own, you know, things. I had a relationship at the time, which, you know, when that ended, that hit me quite hard. And so obviously, you know, I mean, everyone goes through it at, at any stage in life. I think when you're at, at that age, you're more sort of fragile and um, you haven't had the experience to get over things. So I was dealing with that side of life as well as trying to keep professional. Um, so yeah, there was, there was a lot of, you know, like partying and having fun, which I think is important to do, but it's just, just having that balance of, Still doing the job when you come in. How did it make? I mean, do you think that that the
0: rocky relationships you had at that time affected your work balance, your life balance?
1: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think anytime, anytime you've got um, mental health struggles in or in or or outside of of work, it's always going to have an impact. I've always been a very professional person that I try my best. Once I'm in the office, I'm just I'm just focused. But having them aspirations of where I hold myself, I'll know, uh, as, m- as much as other people might not tell, I'll know I'm not doing the job as well as I could. So that stays with me. But how, how is it affecting
0: you mentally that, how could you switch off when you walk through that door? Because I, I don't care what you say, we're all human beings. Hmm.
1: I, there's not really, there's not really a, a guidebook to how you deal with them things, is there? But you know, I, I try my best in the sense of, a lot of the time it's, well, if you don't do the job, it's not gonna get done. You know, yeah, but you I'm, more po- I'm more
0: interested about you, Michael, and the way that you were able to compartmentalise the troubles you had at home versus what was at the office.
1: Yeah, I guess it, I guess it's just that everyone has their own sort of you know coping mechanisms. I think for, for me it was all, it was always a case of um, sort of having that switch of you had the they had the issues there, but I was able to just sort of when I needed to suppress them and. Okay. But surely
0: you know damn well that by suppressing them, they they t- can come back.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for, did they come back? Well, it, it never never went away. You know, it would be in work, and then you come come home, and and you know, I used to. My friends would always joke. I'd I'd be in the suit as soon as I'd get home, throw off the suit, put on my free-spirited you know hippie okay. clothes, and and just you know deal with whatever I was dealing with. But I had counselling you know, sort of weekly for two two and a half years, which I think from a young age. Because everyone goes through their life having their issues, but a lot of people don't deal with them until they're late, you know. So I think that really helped.
0: Why did you? Why did you embrace counselling? Because that's quite a brave thing to do at such a young age. I yeah, I mean, I I always um. Did, d- did the guys in the office know that you were having counselling?
1: Well, I mean, if if you know, if if, if they would have asked, they would have said. I've always tried, tried to be quite open that's about. But I asked.
0: Did the guys know?
1: I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, is, it, uh, is, is this
0: the first time they know about it? No, of? no, they'll
1: they know about it now. It may, maybe at the age, probably for the first year, I just you know, would get on with it. And then, you know, as I was when more was confident. The, what was the
0: po- just for the boys and girls out watching this, what was the point that made you actually say, I need to deal with this? Because if you don't mind me saying that's a very mature thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's plenty of 40, 50, 60-year-olds out here haven't got the balls to do that. <laughs> what was the catalyst that made you say, I need to talk to someone about this?
1: I don't know. It was very, it was very much a case of, I, I had, uh, you know, I had these these things that I'd, I'd be dealing with. You know, everyone goes through, whether it's childhood stuff or stuff that stays with you. And I always, I always were very curious of understanding why I was the way I was. And what do you mean by that? Um, I mean, you know, in the sense of everyone's unique in how they cope with things, how they deal with things. And obviously, you know, coping mechanisms. Everyone deals with their own triggers in a certain way. And obviously, that influences. The way that you deal with other things in life, different situations, people. Okay, so
0: you had issues in your childhood, which we all do, because as childhood, w- childs we, we we it's difficult to compute things. But what was the crux? What was the point where the catalyst that said, "I need to talk to someone."
1: I, I think I think it's it's always just been did my someone mentality. come? To,
0: did someone come to you like a mum or a, or work colleague and say no,
1: it was all very much off my own? So back. you
0: just basically said to yourself. I've got issues—not end of the world stuff—but basically, the best way to deal with this is to talk to a counselor.
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think um, from a younger age, even when I was seventeen, I approached a counselor privately, just off my own back. I didn't tell my family about it. That wasn't as successful this time around When I was a little bit older, but yeah, I, I, I was out of my relationship. It was probably um, it was probably twenty. I don't know if I was maybe I was probably about nineteen. I think I started started counseling, and um, yeah, you know, I. February I think same same sort of time start of the year and uh, I just sort of got to that stage where I thought I don't want to feel like this anymore you know I I, want to I want to help
0: myself it was almost a facade that you were portraying as the because I've known you since 2016 you were putting this facade out as the party man and you know like I said at the start of the video you you are one of the best employed estate agents you act like you own the business you care like you own the business which again (laughs) is fantastic but do you think you're almost living a lie behind the facade and you needed to deal
1: with that yeah, I mean, Not in a bad way, but just kind of, you yeah, with that Jekyll and Hyde. I think, every, to, you know, to, to an extent, everyone has that. And I've always been, or tried to be, a very open person when I was struggling with stuff, and you know, I'd never sort of hide it back. But at the same time, there's got to be a level of, you, know, you still want to enjoy yourself when, you, when, you're, when you're going through life. And yeah. so, yeah, there'd, there'd always be a level yeah. of facade, um, you know, you've, which I think just allows you to get through life, and then, and then you deal with stuff in, 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 in your own time.
0: And you said to me off camera that that you realised that the partying and, the, the, you know, what, what you put in your mouth is is very important. And I believe you embraced veganism, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh Which my wife's actually got we've got some friends who are vegan, so pain in the ass to cook for. By <laughs> way. Yeah.
1: Well, it's getting a little bit easier with, with okay. the way things have changed over the last couple of years. It's you know, more accessible. But yeah, that was um, again, you know, my partner, Alice, we were just friends at the time um, she Friends. friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> she'd been sort of raised vegetarian pescatarian, and and we had this moment where um we were you together at this point by that no we were just friends yeah we were just okay. friends okay
0: so d- did she always hold a
1: light for you but you didn't realize that yeah i mean it, when we were younger in school um we were best friends like, from from the first day we met and um i think it was more a stage of she liked me in the early years and then i liked her in the later years and we all had a different partners at different times and then uh yeah when more recently, when she you know, split up with her partner, it was a case of, um, I'm not going to wait <laughs> wait anymore. And uh, yeah, we just had that conversation and it was like, yeah, it was like a bit of a strange feeling. Because she, as much as she fancied me when we were younger, you know, where we'd been friends for so long, she never saw me like that. And it wasn't until we had that conversation that things just sort of clicked and it fell into place and... It was a strange transition. Was that a difficult
0: but, conversation to have? Oh,
1: extremely. Yeah, I, had, I battled with. I battled with the. Because you were you worried that she might actually just turn away and run away? Yeah, it was. It was very much a case of I tried my best not to talk about it because my friendship was so you know, amazing and, and I never wanted to to ruin that in in any way. So for a long time I n- would never address anything of, of the sort. And it got to a point where I was one Sunday evening I was feeling anxious as hell in bed and and my my friend lived with me at the time and I. I never really spoke about it with my friends either because I didn't want to create any vibes, and we were all hanging out. But I told him, and he was like, "Just talk to her. Just, just go there now." And I thought, "Yeah, like same way with the counselling. I just thought i don't want to be like this. So I'll just go for it." And I drove round there, and uh, we went for a walk, and and yeah, the rest is the rest is history, as they say. That's
0: lovely. That's lovely. You were progressing quite well in the business. You've got a a boss in the name of of Adam McKay, top bloke. Um. Adam had issues in his business, you know, uh, and I've said off camera that he almost had the best employees in the world, but there was also some that I should say don't fall into that category. Um, How did you cope with having a boss who, what am I trying to say, who how did it feel for you that that basically you were almost doing two persons' jobs whilst you were carrying other people in the business?
1: Yeah, I mean, Adam, you know, in the same same way as myself, he's an emotional man, and and everyone goes through goes through stuff, and, and when he was dealing with stuff, it you know, he it, it, it was emo- he was emotional about it. So obviously that. Yeah there, there was there was certain certainly periods and times where you know I, I was always Adam was always able to leave, leave me he never had to monitor me it, it was always a case of I'd do I'd do the job I'd get on with it you never had to make sure I was doing the job whereas you know as as it's, ne- it's never easy to find the right staff there were other em- employees over the years that certainly weren't weren't like that at all we're not
0: just picking on one I I know for a fact cuz I've known Adam for over 5 years mm. there were a handful of them
1: yeah there certainly were were a handful and, and yeah, it, it was very much a case. Obviously, being a younger person, you know, you, you don't. Uh, it, when you're going for a career job, you don't start out on you know a, amazing pay naturally. So, when you know that you're working so much harder than than these other people who have been doing it a longer time, so naturally the pay pay reflects that. But you know that you know that you're doing firstly working so much harder, but also I certainly felt like doing a much better job. That was that was tough to deal because you don't necessarily you, get that.
0: Did you broach the subject with Adam?
1: It was it was it was tough to tough to talk 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 about. Certainly for me, you know, as a answer the question. T- touch and go. There may were well, maybe moments of it. Um, you know. Do you think, in hindsight,
0: you could have said something sooner?
1: Yeah, certainly. Yeah.
0: So what would your message be to any hardworking neg who they see someone who's superior to them in terms of the pecking order, not putting their weight? How? What message would you give? to an egg on dealing with it because that's a very very difficult conversation mm. to have but again you have that difficult conversation with your best friend mm. who just happened to be female and now look at you mm. pregnant and <laughs> about to give birth you know yep. what, would you, what would your advice be
1: yeah I think I think anytime you're approaching a conversation like that and and you know anytime when it's work related especially when you're when you're a junior for example and you're starting out in that that life none of that stuff's straightforward because unless you've got someone to talk you through it you're going through it for the first time so you know that them conversations are always difficult but certainly in that moment if if anyone was going through that you know or anything similar I think just having that conversation of listen can we have a chat this is how I'm feeling and obviously you know the the senior person that you're talking to they can have their own views on it but you've at least, got to express how you're feeling. Are
0: you saying that you must have that conversation?
1: I, th- I think it would you okay. know, be a, huge I, a think, huge. I think the
0: magic word you said is is that how you're feeling. Mm. And my advice to anyone watching this is, this is how I'm feeling. But am I missing? It? You know, but but cover your backside mm. by saying, am I missing something? Is there some? Am I not seeing the full picture? Yeah. Because this is how I feel. I need to be told.
1: Yeah. You know, if this I'm is, missing. This something. is how I see things from my perspective, and that's that's something I've always been big on. Everyone has their own perspectives of things, and from my perspective, I was doing three people's jobs for you know half the pay or more than that, and you know wasn't getting any kind of uh, you know respect or um, you okay. know or, or, or praise for that. And yeah, and as I said, I'm, I'm the sort of person I'd always do the job, but it gets to a point it wears you down when when you know that's going on and you don't see any any change. And obviously, there's either staff issues or people's issues in their own personal lives, and everyone goes through it, but. Obviously, that's how I was feeling, and if I would have expressed that, you know, who knows, who knows where things could have Who gone. knows
0: at all. How was uh, lockdown? How was 2020, 2021?
1: How's that been for you? That was a very strange time for, well, for everyone, but I, I'd never worked from home or, or anything of the sort. And yeah, I mean, when everything first, first sort of kicked off, I think everyone's left in the same boat where we live in these crazy, busy lives. And it certainly felt like, for me, a life that would never be stopped or slowed down. It's just, you know, this is the systems, it, everything's about money. And all of a sudden, the whole world was in this situation where everything came to a pause and a stop, and and suddenly there was more important things than just work or, or money or life. And do you, th- do you think, apart from the awful situation of people
0: passing away, mm. do you think, and, and that's been awful, but do you think it just changed you for the better? Yeah, In th- your outlook,
1: I think I think yeah. Um, one thing for me before I've always, as I say, t- spoken about gratitude and, and being positive, being kind to people. And where did that come from? Is that from your parents, grandparents? Is it DNA? I think it's just it's just always been me. You know, okay. it's, uh, it's always just been a part part of me. People joke about maybe that I'm over the top with it and I'm very exaggerated, and I think that's a, a nice quality I have. But I've always been that way. Um, and one thing I've I, I found myself sort of thinking and, and saying is. you you go through life everyone's going through their own issues and because people are so concerned about their own issues you don't necessarily think about other people but when we were going through lockdown and and covid and obviously still going through it it's a case of when you are feeling like that you're looking at that complete stranger thinking they're going through the exact same thing and suddenly you have this this connection like two strangers and i think that's the most important thing that Mm. we have in this life that connection you know the fact that we're all living here together and uh yeah i think that's well as you
0: say a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet isn't it
1: that's a lovely saying yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um as i said by the time this film comes out you'll probably be a father um you know you are going 24 now um approaching 23. 23. you're I'm approaching 20, t- I'm 23 next month 23 next yeah. month um i wish you well with with the birth of do we know if it's a boy or a girl no that'll be a surprise excellent that's what we like to see where do you see your future both as a human being, a father, and an estate agent? Okay, let's go father and estate agent. Um, and I include being a, you know, I don't know if you, it, the name of your partner's Alice, isn't it? Alice, yeah. Um, I don't know if you could get married or not. I, don't, I think you could call kids, don't do that anymore. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but, but basically, she's going to be the mother of your child. Yeah. Um, so talk about your fathership and uh, estate agency future.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's one of the things. I'm nothing excites me more than being a dad. I never had plans to be a ch- you know, a father this early, and if I was with anyone else, I would nowhere near be thinking about this. Not until I'm nearly thirty. But with my current, you know, with Alice being my best friend, it just it just feels natural. It feels easy, and I've not I've not really had to think about it too much. I've not had them daunting feelings. I just feel excited about it, and I know that you know we're always going to look after each other. And, you know we you know we've got our first place and um so naturally you have the responsibility of not only have you got a family you've got you've got you know a mortgage to pay for and obviously that that brings in different aspects of of the work life as well and are you scared I wouldn't say certainly fatherhood I'm not scared of okay. um,
0: do you have I, any
1: fears I don't think so no I, I feel um I, I try my best to live in the moment and you know I have I have I'm always pushing myself as I say to them expectations so if I'm not you know it's easy you could easily look at your stats and think yeah, I'm doing well but the way I am I'm I, my and any human's brains I naturally focus on the stuff that I'm not doing or I haven't mm-hmm. done right you know I think that's the way most people are designed so I can get myself you know I can sometimes focus on that too much and get myself you know get myself down about it and in my own head I'm thinking I'm not doing good enough and then other people say you're doing amazing and I'll and I have to sort of try and check myself and focus on the positives. But yeah, certainly, in terms of so I've been valuing since last year coming out of lockdown, um, that was something I was always quite well. I found quite daunting because, because of my okay. age.
0: Do you, what's your conversion rate compared to Adams?
1: I think we're I think we're probably probably quite close actually. Okay then. <laughs> I mean, he, he's uh, he's not been doing as many valuations recently, so I think he'll say his uh, stats are quite. Um, <laughs> Adams hard, but, off
0: camera, by the way, boys. <laughs> okay then. Um, so so what 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 will i see in
1: 10 years time in in 10 years time well well, i mean you know i'd I'd love to we're we're launching a new sort of branch of the company Mackay bespoke um which we're working through at the moment don't you fancy working for yourself i think um the relationship me and adam have i think you know i already have that independence that a lot of people would get from working working for themselves a lot of of time it is that freedom and 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 making sure for a lot of people they go and they go off on their own because you get that freedom, but you get your own control. And I think because Adam has a lot of faith and trust in me, I have that. I have that anyway. Okay. And if I had ideas and, and plans, I feel like okay. I could easily communicate that. Okay. And
0: we'll keep going. And who knows? He might. He might. He should, if he doesn't, he should. Bloody well should do. And I'm saying this off camera, <laughs> you should. You should give him some equity. But he needs to fucking earn it. He's too young yet. But honestly, do that. Play the long game, and you'll win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I okay. uh, appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Michael, I, I really do think the world of you um you genuinely are up there in the top five estate agents that i know who are employed you act like you're you run your own business you care you go an awful long way your videos are exceptional um adam and the team are lucky to have you and uh, you're lucky to have them as well so i wish you well in your future um, I hope you out there in the state letting agency land, especially you next watching this, can watch this. But with the amount of passion this guy has, determination, awareness of who he is, self-awareness, his ability for his hard work, and more importantly, playing the long game with patience, you'll go far. Because the bottom line is this, mate: you're working now for the next fifty years.
1: <laughs> okay? Yeah, that's the fun part.
0: And I'm going to give you one piece of advice. I've just turned fifty. Okay. <laughs> I can remember when I was your age, and men do not grow up after 21, (laughs) all right? I tell you here and now, and I just feel exactly the same as I did when I was your age. The only difference is, unfortunately, you get some creaky bones and you have to go (laughs) for a wee halfway through the night.
1: There is no difference.
0: So play the long game, enjoy the journey, and you'll win.
1: Thank you very much, Chris, and lovely, kind words, and uh, lovely to see you again. Look after yourself. Thank you. You too.